0: This is The School Bell, brought to you by Independent Schools Queensland, the peak body promoting, supporting and developing Queensland's independent schools. Parents are very savvy about school choice. Holistic education, one that develops all the dimensions of a child. I'm very positively minded about the future. I think our schools are doing a great job. In this podcast I'll be talking with Mike Tyler, Principal Education Officer in Curriculum, Teaching and Learning at the Queensland Department of Education, Chairman of the Board of Directors of the Australian Music Examination Board, Chairman of the AMEB Queensland Advisory Committee and Co-Director of the Biennial Maryborough Music Conference. Welcome Mike.
1: Thank you, great to be here.
0: Now, you're in Melbourne at the moment, of course, down there for AMEB, is that right?
1: Yes, that's right. Yes. We had the launch of our online orchestra yesterday.
0: I saw that. How fantastic. Yeah. What an amazing thing for music. How did it go?
1: Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. The, the, the video uh, that's, that's up on social media now uh, of, of the song is fantastic. It's really, really, really good.
0: That's a great way of getting some participation from um, people all over the country, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. And it's. Uh, and we did. We did achieve that. We had uh, people sending in their their video clips from some very remote parts of Australia. We we began with um, the, uh, some people from Yaganbear uh, in 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 Logan area um, in Indigenous language uh, and and. In the whole gamut of music across Australia it was fantastic
0: well music does cut through so many things including cultural and other barriers as well so you started as a classroom and instrumental teachy music teacher yourself and have been working for the Queensland Department of Educa- Education for almost 40 years now so how has music education changed over that time
1: Mike I think it's got a much stronger place as what we might call an authentic part of the curriculum. When we first started the or the instrumentals program started in Queensland, uh, it was very much uh, uh, an opt-in for schools if they chose to. Some didn't. We didn't have a firm uh, or a formal curriculum. Uh, it was basically being taught from tutor books. Uh, now we have a very well structured and, and highly regarded instrumental music curriculum. Um, and it's still meant the instrumental music program is to complement a quality classroom program which we never lose sight of the importance of so so um i think queensland has been very fortunate over time to have had such strong uh, music programs in schools and even back when i started the primary music program was very strong as was the secondary program and the instrumental program was building but uh, over that time uh, the instrumental program is the one that's grown most.
0: Well, there's a lot of research showing that there's such a positive correlation between music participation and academic learning. Do you think that school leaders are aware of those benefits?
1: I think they're becoming more aware, um, and it's it's very difficult for some school leaders in in, uh, in in schools today where there is so much to be covered, um, but we do see uh, the value of music being upheld and, and uh, it, it providing that stimulus for many students. And, um, you know, it was the research around academic performance and participation in music is now very strong and ever growing. And we have one of the greatest researchers in the world on that, uh, who we did have in Mariborra, um Anita Collins, um, this year who's a great advocate for that, and she was able to explain that latest research to us. So, so I think the message is getting through, uh, and we've known it anecdotally for some time, um, even from the early stages when we thought it was the bright students who did music when really it was, was sort of converse.
0: Also, that uh, Dr Anita Collins was uh, associated with the Don't Stop the Music ABC documentary series as well. Do you think that made a wider um, knowledge in the community about those uh, benefits?
1: Look, I think it did. Um, And I, I think as much as anything, it got people talking about music and the value of music, which is a good thing.
0: It certainly is. Look, um, you mentioned before about the Australian curriculum, and that's one of the changes that you've seen, because mm-hmm. it goes back to about 94, of course, with the establishment of music as one of the six subject strands within the National Arts Curriculum, that mm-hmm. foundation to year 10. Um, so, as you said, there's a, the significance of that is, that. is it reaffirming the importance of music to children's education?
1: Look, I, I think it is nationally. Uh, prior to the Australian Curriculum, Uh, Music was mandated in Queensland. So uh, we we had what we called the Queensland Curriculum, uh, uh, um, out of the the Queensland Curriculum and Assessment Authority. Uh, So we've had music mandated for some time, but that's not been the case in other states. So I think the Australian Curriculum is a great support uh, for other states in particular to put music on the map.
0: Yes, and look, also there was that national review of school music education undertaken by the Australian government in 2004 yes. 05. And the results of that, there was a music education advisory group um, from 2007 to 2009. And did, even though that, that advisory group hasn't been reappointed, do you think that representation was helpful in uh, a voice for music in the development of the new Australian curriculum?
1: A- absolutely. Um... That, that music education advisory group, which I was on, um, had, a, had a much stronger voice than that though. And it was to advise the federal government on, on music education and all aspects of music education. And it was a federal government that was willing to listen. Uh, and it was, it was from there that not only was it a group that, that provided that advice, but it was a national group that shared best practice uh, so it was it was very valuable. I was very disappointed when when that um, ceased to exist.
0: Are you happy with the music's place in the Australian curriculum? Do you think it's prominent enough?
1: I, I, I think there's the potential for it to be to have a, a good position. Yes, um, it, it's it's how it will be managed at the school level that will be uh, interesting.
0: Well, as you said, Queensland is quite fortunate because we do have had it. Um, Mandatory for many years, anyway. Mm. I know that there's some more stats there saying that um, Music Trust says 88% of independent schools have specialist music teachers compared to only 23% of the government schools. Why do you think that is? But is it also that we do in government schools have classroom music teachers?
1: Yeah, I, I, those stats aren't indicative of Queensland, of course. Um, and we, we have specialist primary music teachers, and the, the National Review of School of Music Education, a report on that, which is called "Augmenting the Diminished," um, did acknowledge that Queensland was way ahead of other states in in uh, the the number of, the spot of in particular primary music specialists that exist. So um, it's it's difficult to know. I mean, it, every state in Australia is different and treats music programs differently. Um, I think there is probably a greater consistency nationally in the non-state sector, and that's why those stats read as they do. But, but in Queensland, uh, it's it's still very strong. As specialist primary music teachers,
0: and how important is it to have classroom teachers in music?
1: Oh, a- absolutely critical. Um, it's the the instrumental music program in Queensland when when it was established, as I said, was established as um, an extension of the primary music program, as if it was acknowledged that every student in the school would get a music education through the primary music teacher. And when you have that, when we start our instrumental music program at year four or year three, uh, if you've had a classroom music program from prep for say four years, you're getting musically literate students starting in the instrumental music program, and that's a great advantage—not having to start everything from scratch and you you look at the outcomes of that then through secondary school and the the outcomes in instrumental music uh, can be quite outstanding.
0: Yes and as you said before Dr. Collins has research in the neuroscience on even from really early years is so, uh, and there's the also something, I think some research about beat and being kids who can hold a beat are so much more able to learn and to read and to comprehend earlier than other children who don't. Mm-hmm. So with all of those benefits, I'm wondering if that, as you said, that classroom teachers in music, uh, whole school approach, why don't more and more schools take that up? Do you think there's a fear from principals that school in schools, that music belongs only with the music specialists.
1: There may be, there may be. Um, there's and and again, I, I I can't speak really for other states other than the anecdotal evidence that I have. But um, when we have had national meetings, there's there's always a barrier in in funding. You know, it's a in Queensland, our primary music specialists come from a, a, another fund basically. They, they're funded to provide those music programs. So I think it's it's difficult to allocate those funds at times, but I think uh, if they if they looked at the bigger picture and the longer term view, uh, they would see great value in it.
0: What do you think have been other great influences on music in Australia and particularly in Queensland? I know that uh, the Kadai method was introduced mm-hmm. into Australia in the seventies and uh, we've adopted that quite uh, a lot, I think, in Queensland. Mm. Also, of course, the AMEB examinations and the very high standard syllabus that AMEB has. Do you think those have influenced school music?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think when I When I look at the Queensland, and again, in particular, the primary music program, uh, in the 70s and 80s, it was very much a Kadai based approach. And the Kadai methodology uh, uses voice. So every student had a voice. There's no money to to pay for an instrument. So all all children were singing. And uh, so it's a very efficient method. And the the actual method itself is very sound, too. So it, it was it was a great thing for queensland now we don't we don't mandate a kidi approach uh, and many primary music teachers are using other methods everything from uh, a- we will have seen recorders being used as an instrument and, and now ukuleles. Oh, indeed,
0: I did that myself and the poor people <laughs> at um, um, my, my high school, we actually started it in year eight and it was obvious who the year eights were. You were walking down the street with the all of the recorders and, <laughs> and bending some ears of the poor passers-by.
1: Yes, and, and I mean, recorder is one of the most beautiful instruments in the world, but um, we've... we've Probably done some damage to its reputation in, in some flights.
0: <laughs> yes, in in the um, in the untrained hand of a yes. uh, year eight, it wasn't that great. Yes, I can tell
1: indeed. you. <laughs> yes, and and certainly, Sherry, we like to think that, that. Well, we know that the AMEB has played a, um, an extraordinary part in music education and the musical landscape of this country, uh, having had its. Um, and a centenary last year. There's a hundred years there of a a body that's provided this graded set of music exams. And we're now finding that, um, I mean, the the publications we produce as well are absolutely of the highest quality. And we're now being inundated with requests to go into other countries. And we've in fact started examining in Vietnam Uh, And there are many other Asian Asian countries which uh, are begging us really to, to go in there and provide the same opportunities to their students.
0: Yes, of course. Well, as you know, as I'm on the um, Queensland Advisory Committee for AMEB as the representative of Independent Schools Queensland, and of course we have uh, an, a Catholic representative, it's, it's a great opportunity for uh, schools with the AMEB and the examiners to, to really examine what we are doing in our schools and how that AMEB examiners can assist. Of course, a lot of the time you don't have, especially in regional and remote areas, people who are specialists able to go in, but AMEB can go in there instead. Is that
1: how you Absolutely. see it? Absolutely. That's, that's most definitely. And we're, we're exploring other ways to, to offer and uh, other ways to, to remove barriers, students. We, we, we lead the world basically in online theory exams. We're investigating now uh, online practical exams. We're doing some trials on that. Uh, Where We are providing different exams. We're, we're willing to, to move and listen to what the market is saying.
0: So AMEB also has the rock school. So it's not just, um, it's all different types of music, isn't it? And there's piano at all different levels. There's a whole range of voice. Tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Yes, well, we're we're the Australian agents for Rock School, which is a UK-based uh, contemporary music examinations body. So, where uh, Rock School is all over the world now, but but our arrangement is unique in that we're the only agent for Rock School worldwide. Where we actually train uh, the examiners, and the examiners are ours. So, in every other country, the examiners remain Rock School examiners UK. So, they've accepted that. That we have the runs on the board in music exams so we actually run them quite differently and that's that's a a very popular and good quality syllabus Um, yes and
0: also there's the music theatre as well
1: the music theatre which is which is going very well and Rock School have just um, we've got our own AMEB musical theatre but Rock School have just extended uh, their offering into a musical theatre which includes dance so so we'll be offering that as well Some of the other things we've offered are just recital-only exams or repertoire-only exams. And what we're trialing there is a far greater choice for a candidate to nominate which works they'll perform, which will be then screened by a panel to say, yes, they're suitable for that grade. But what that will be able to do is allow students to enter an AMEB exam using the pieces that they're examined on at school and that's in, in different states. It's a different way it's done. High school certificate in New South Wales and so on. But it's going to allow students to get that AMEB credit for the work they're doing in schools. So we're, we're very excited well, that's about that's
0: wonderful, that. isn't it? Yes. yes, that is good. I was going to ask you about that. So that recognition is in Queensland for um, prior learning by having what they have at the AMEB or to go towards their results?
1: Well, it, it might be that... Um, we, we partner with schools or universities to allow um, candidates to go sit and aim in the exam, but that could be credited towards their school school results. And we're, we're also looking to partner. We've had the first conversations with Australian universities where some of the, the candidates in Vietnam uh, will will be able to use their result for an AMSA or LMRSA, whatever it might be, in lieu of an audition into a tertiary institution. So we've got a lot of partnerships being established at the moment.
0: Lots of exciting things happening in music and um, the partnerships across many areas, which is fantastic to see and to hear. So what instruments do you play, Mike?
1: Uh, yeah, not much anymore at all, Shari, but um, I, I, I went through training as a classical clarinet player uh, and classical percussion and basically for a while earning my living in a, as a rock drummer. So, so it's a bit of a...
0: Wow, mix. your neighbours would have loved you when you were practising
1: <laughs> yeah. at home. Yeah, no, they were all okay.
0: And so just finally, what message would you say to school leaders and educators listening about convincing them of the benefits of music and maybe even having that integration Mm. across the whole school?
1: Look, I, I would say give it serious thought as to how you implement a music program. Use the resources that are available, and there are some fantastic resources available, and don't see it as something additional that you have to do. Um, integrate where possible uh, use those resources and and really um, celebrate music in the school I think that's a big thing
0: Thank you so much Mike
1: Pleasure Shari, thank you
0: The School Bell is an independent schools Queensland podcast Throughout this podcast you've been listening to music performances from the Somerville House String Consort the Music Industry College Band The Blockades and the Sheldon College Jazz Orchestra To learn more about Independent Schools Queensland, visit our website, isq.qld.edu.au. To catch our next episode, you can subscribe to ISQ's The School Bell on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts.